Welcome back to the Metal Hand of God podcast. I am your host, Wade, and you know this fine gentleman as... All right, today we have a very special, anus, I mean, guest, uh, our really good friend and artist, Mr. Tim Lottie. What's going on, y'all? How's everybody doing? You know what? That was the worst. You just... You just like I gave you this like really good. I'm very, hey, look, bro, I'm very, very casual. I'm a casual dude. I know, man, but I gave you this like really cool. Like, yeah, I called you an anus and everything, and you come in like, hey, Fussy. hey, guys. You threw the Y'all see it on video? I'm saluting. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, anyway, Tim, you've got a lot going on, man. It's been a while since we talked. Yeah, yeah, I've been super, super busy. Um. It's, all, it's evident, man. I'm looking at your, at your website. Uh, and... Yeah, I'm trying to, man. What, what did I hear somebody say the other day? And I really liked it. The um, put it. I, I want to fill up my calendar. I want to have stuff going on all the time, dude. Um, was it put it in there? Wait, what now? I said, was it put it in there? Was that the thing? No, you, no, was no, that no. the thing you yeah, heard that you really liked? Really cool quote. I forgot it. Um, but it's like the devil's all over your calendar or something like that. Basically, oh, you know yeah. what I mean. Like, don't want to have empty time you want to have stuff right. going on all the time uh, right. mm-hmm. so yeah dude uh, i'm working i just started uh extreme ghostbusters the script for that i started that, that last night so and so cool. that, I'll be, when i'm done with this i'm gonna go i'm gonna go mess with some more of that that's and really that came awesome out really good well, what, what, how did that come about for you? And it takes place during the 90s. Like, they're using flip phones and stuff. It's freaking <laughs> awesome, dude. So that's really cool. Did you, did you hear what Rome asked you? No, no, what? Uh, he, no, I was just asking how that all came to be about with the uh, Extreme Ghostbusters thing. So, obviously, I've been doing all the Ghostbusters stuff in general. Like, they let me do the covers. I get some interiors here and there. But, um, right. man, they let me run wild on the covers. And... So next year is going to be the 35th anniversary of Ghostbusters, which is why the Ghostbusters World video game came out. And oh, um, yeah. they're building up. So you can tell, I, I promise you, behind the scenes, there's a lot of stuff building up going on. And I'm working on some stuff myself as well. Um, so there's going to be four books, four books for the 35th anniversary. And it's going to be one with the uh, regular team that Dan Schoening and all them are going to do. Uh, it's going to be one with, the real Ghostbusters from the cartoon. And I had a choice. I had a choice between real Ghostbusters and extreme Ghostbusters. Um, and then the ATC team, the answer the call, the girl busters. And then the final one that's going to come out is going to be extreme Ghostbusters. Nice. That's cool. Well, the extreme yeah, yeah, that yeah. seems to be a, a type of project. You could do a lot with the extreme types and the Ghostbusters realm, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually thinking about stuff now. And then I'll I'll know more about this like next week. But remember how like Granny Gross? Do y'all remember Granny Gross? Yeah, yeah. Um, she was one of the toys with the Kenner toy line. And in the uh, I always thought it was cool when I was a kid because when you go to and I got the firehouse over there by my desk. When you go into the firehouse, it had a decal and it had a Granny Gross decal on it. And last night I thought about it and I'm like, dude, wouldn't it be cool if like the Granny Gross picture frame decal or you know it would be a picture frame anywhere else. Wouldn't it be cool if that was like uh, one of those moving pictures like they have in um, Harry Potter? Like it was oh, almost yeah. like it was. Oh, yeah, dude, that's a fucking cool idea. So I'm gonna th- I'm, there's a scene and I already kind of sketched it in my thumbnails. And I'm like, dude, that would be kind of cool if like I- I'm not even going to tell anybody. I'm just going to fucking do it. Um, <laughs> if, 
if uh, like you know she's she's reacting to what's going on in the scene in the background. So it'd be a nice little Easter egg. It'd be a subtle thing. Mm-hmm. But Granny Gross would be kind of moving and alive, like like it is in those Harry Potter movies. I only seen two of those, but uh, but I liked them. I thought they were pretty cool. That's pretty pretty cool. cool. Pretty cool. Well, yeah. I seen two and a half. I got through two and a half of them, but I thought it was, I thought it was all, right. all right. While your date said she didn't like them anymore. No, nah, we had other stuff to do. <laughs> yeah, that's what I figured. <laughs> I knew that was happening. I really do like them. I really do. I, I I like them. I like The Hobbit. I like all that stuff. That's cool. Yeah, I know. You're you're a big uh, pop culture guy, man. <laughs> and I've never seen look, and I've never seen the third Hobbit, and I've never seen uh what's what's the other one? Return of the King. This motherfucker This motherfucker King. never finishes anything. Like he starts off with something. I, I, I'm, I'm with shit, man. Only thing I finish are comic books, man. I, I, I swear. Never, I never finished Lord of the Rings series and I've never finished Harry Potter. Really? Nah. I I'm, Harry I, Potter's like what is it? Eight movies? Yeah, it's like it's like a commitment. I don't have that type Seven. of time. Hey, right? You, you, yeah, that is a relationship, you know. <laughs> it is. Man. Well, that's good I mean, that's, though. That's, but I mean, it, they're not hobby. they're no, not bad I, movies. I, I like them. I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. Um, the, now, and I really like John Williams. So I'll put on the score. I'll put on the music. Right. Uh, but I mean, I the only know. the only one of those movies that I really didn't care for. Ready Player One the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was giving him shit for that because that's a really good movie too. <laughs> well, I haven't watched it either. But yeah. I mean, the only reason I give him shit for it is because I know he's a big pop culture guy, and yeah. I, and I know this fucking movie has more references and, and shit that Tim would eat up. You know, it, it's just hysterical. Like they do a lot of Back to the Future shit in there. They they have they have all kind of stuff that I know Tim's all about. So that's why I'm like, you know, well, you really what, need to see this fucking movie. What was the the premise of the movie without giving the movie away? Uh, Ready Player One is basically, it's an entire world that was created after like this big, like, kind of like after like the end of the world kind of bullshit. Oh, it's a post-apocalyptic VR thing. Kind of, kind of. It's it's kind of a weird situation where like uh, everybody went into this big, huge, um, uh, like depression, I guess. And everything Mm. is all cluttered and shitty. And um, a guy made uh, his own world, basically, and he became the richest man in the world because everyone wants to be in this VR Well, this this seems like it was a premise from an older movie because I remember some older movie where they all used to come home and get and sit in these little pods. Kind of like like Dreamscape. Yeah, kind of like it. It is kind of like that, except this is more of a, it isn't like a VR world. Like, you can be whoever you want. You have your own avatars. You can do everything. And the premise of the whole show is um, the guy is dead. The guy who made the world is dead, but he left Easter eggs in his re- his virtual reality. And if you unlock the four, uh, three or four, I think it's three. Three keys. If you find the three keys in his game, like an like an Easter eggs in the games, yeah, yeah. you win, and you get all you can control of his whole entire world. Like that, you oh, are the cool. king now. You are the owner of it all, and he made it virtually impossible to find it. And this one kid accidentally comes across one, and it becomes this really big adventure type thing. That's why it's called well, Ready of- Ready Player One, is because nobody is a big scoreboard because everybody's looking for these keys. And no one's found him, and when he finds it, he is player one. So it's that's how it. Well, now falls I don't have in. to watch. The movie. You just told me the whole damn thing. No, you do. You do. You have to. Watch. That's, that, that's nothing. <laughs> you just save me two and a half hours, man. No, that's well, nothing. That, well, speaking of speaking of worlds in that wizard world, what's going on with you? How are you? I mean, what's? I mean, it's coming up. It's like right on our next uh, on our back door right now. Yes. So. 
uh man two days yeah it's, like that. it's friday days. man it's friday um, yeah i'll be doing again ghostbuster 35th anniversary they're they're hyping everything up for that they're getting ready for that um so there's gonna be a ghostbuster convention in june in la mm-hmm. on the sony lot um i'm sure it's gonna be out of control i'll be there um and I'm going to be doing other, a bunch of other shows this year. So there's going to be a Ghostbuster theme going on probably at almost all Wizard shows. So I'll be doing a couple events in the Kids Zone. Um, mm-hmm. I think 5.30 on Saturday. Just a 30-minute, like, how to draw a slime or how to draw a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, right? Sure. Um, and then I think 1.30 to 2 o'clock on Sunday. And I'll also be doing stuff on the main stage, uh, another, like, art demo. I'll be doing demos Saturday and Sunday. Please tell, please tell uh, me. Otherwise, I'll be in my booth doing that kind of thing. Please tell me you you guys are going to hire like somebody from Barely Legal to announce you. And up to the main stage, it's Tim Lottie. Uh, no, you know what? Uh, I got Brian Hell. Brian Hell's going to go up there with me. Nice. Because uh, he, he eats that kind of stuff up, man. He loves that. And he's very good at it. So I asked him. He'll be my, uh, he'll MC it. And, um. Yeah, I don't know. Draw Slimer. Draw Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Nice, dude. That's cool. It'll be very, very good. It'll be great. It's going to be packed this year. I know it is. What day is that, dude? It is every year. What day is that you're doing that? So I'm doing one. So I'll be doing both each day. I'll be doing one main stage thing on the 5th and the 6th, and then one kid zone thing. So the 30-minute kid zone, Draw Slimer or something like that. So you got nothing on on the last day, huh? Well, no, that would be Sunday. So I'm not doing anything Friday. Friday I have. Oh, okay. Friday I okay. have. Uh, there's a Ghostbuster party, a Louisiana Ghostbuster party. So I'm gonna go to that afterwards. That's cool. I think but, um, I think we may be going on the uh, the Sunday because Caitlin has a bunch of photo shoots. She's got she's got two weddings this weekend. So as soon as she's finished those two, we're gonna try to head over there on Sunday. And you know, I mean, tomorrow's my kid's birthday too. So that's why he's like super pumped about doing all kind of stupid shit. So you know, it's gonna be great for his be cool. birthday. Bring yeah. him, let him do the little uh, kid zone, man. The yeah, that, I, I don't know if he's still for it. I know he's young. Uh, that's uh, what I was hoping. If if you were doing, you know, something around that time, we we can go over there and uh, hang out well, and see you. Wayne Wayne couldn't sit still by himself. So no, no, I'll be running around. around like a crazy man. Oh my God, yeah. Tim's here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've seen me at shows. I can I can barely sit still too. Yeah, um, yeah. Tim, I'll be on the other side of the table the whole time too. I'm gonna be in aisles. Tim, Tim, Tim is the artist that always when I when I walk up to him, he's either talking to somebody else or he goes, "Hey man, can you watch my table for a minute?" <laughs> well, like, he isn't. Yeah, I got crazy, dude. I gotta move around. I mean, you can see me. I, I barely sit still here. I know. I can see uh, you bouncing around all over the place. This, this, this is how I am. This is how I am all day long. That's good. It's, it's energy, man. You got to keep the energy going. Or... <laughs> right. I mean, I'm, I'm it, probably got ADD. I don't know what it is. I mean, as soon <laughs> as you stop with the energy, then it's it's just a really long nap. You don't want that. I, yeah, I'm dead. Yeah, uh, yeah man. Uh, so, no, it's going to be a good show. Uh, very excited. It's so early in the year, but that's a good thing. You know, get mm-hmm. boom, you hit the ground running. So, yeah, I'm setting up everything now, getting everything ready now. Got Going to have a badass display dude gonna have an awesome booth dominate my space that's the game plan now they've got a a whole group down there that uh they're kind of like the ghostbusters is pre before all this stuff was happening too but there's like a you know like they have the star wars people down there that'll go around dressed like oh yeah yeah tim is a member oh you're a member okay i didn't know you're a member i'm an honorary member i guess i don't know i I never got a certificate or anything I'd, i'd like to be a member i think 
I had always seen them running around and stuff like that. And I kind of knew some of them a little bit here and there. Um, sure. But when yeah, I started working on the book, you know, things slowly progressed as a good bunch of dudes and gals. Very, yeah. very good people. They actually do a lot of charity stuff. That's what did I hear. They go to hospitals and stuff. Dude, didn't. I don't know. Like, I used to see it and I was like, you know, like, I don't know. I, I didn't really. I don't know. I guess I never thought too much about it. But, um. Man, you just don't realize how much they do. I think even to be a member, you have to do like three or four things a year. You wow. can't just. But that's good though. Like a, that's that's cool. I, I like you that. Like a proton pack, dude, and, and you're a Ghostbuster. You know, like you got to actually be involved in some sort of event, some sort of charity. So, so cool. for the like that as well, but I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, but you don't realize what these groups do. You might see these people at shows, and you're kind of like, oh man, like oh yeah, I like Ghostbusters, like you know, cool costume, dude. They're doing stuff. Like you said, they're going to children's hospital yeah, all the time. Yeah. And, and you know, they're raising money, they're doing stuff for kids. And you know, it, it's 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 very cool that these people do these kind of things. And people look at them and they're like, I, I know a few people who are like, oh, it's fucking Ghostbusters, man. Who who gives a shit about that movie? It's only been, you know, they only made two movies and and they weren't, you know, they were they're funny it's comedies. They the weren't that good, you know. And I'm like, uh, I mean, we know a couple people who who say that kind of shit, you know. And I'm just like, I, I, dude, Ghostbusters is great. I love those movies. Like, I will watch those movies every fucking day. And honestly, if if I could afford to be in one of those groups, like get those costumes and do all that shit, I would do that. That'd be fun as fuck. Those things are expensive to well, make. You'd be surprised, dude. I did it. I got a costume because I was just like, dude, this is what I'm going to be for Halloween. You know, um, right, right. I only dress up once a year. I might do Mardi Gras if they if they ask me. I'll do the Mardi Gras thing um, where so they you, go down carnival. So uh, you don't Chewbacca. do. So you officially saying you don't do the three things. You're a fucking liar. No, no, no I'm, a <laughs> I'm not an official member. Like I, I would, I would, I would gladly do it, dude. I would do stuff. I think it's great. Um, I'm just giving you a hard time. Costume doesn't cost that much. You go to the Army Surplus store. We got an Army Surplus store down here, Wayne. Uh, yeah. Peros or Peros, something like that. And it's awesome. They got cool stuff in there. Really? I'm going to go check it out. Dude. And then you go to gbfans.com and you can get a name tag. You can get the arm pads. You can get chemical gloves. No um, shit. Boots. You can get the boots at Peros. So you can get the right, Army boots right. over there. You can get like a legit Ghostbuster costume for. I don't know, 150 bucks. Oh, that's not like, too bad. Patch and everything. Yeah, that's not too bad. I thought I thought it'd be more than that. No, no, and and again, my mindset is like I'll I'll just wear this every year. Every year on Halloween, I'll just zip up. Right. Got the door. I'm good to go. That's what we ought to do, Tim. Let's just pack it in your car in case something happens. I took the dive, dude. I got I got the laddie name tag and everything. I'll dress. And I was looking, I was checking on it today, dude. I'm waiting for my Dick Tracy watch to come in. I ordered one of those. So I'm just cleaning house on my childhood. Yeah. Yeah. If you look behind uh, Lottie, I mean, you can see all of his Ghostbuster stuff, which is very cool. Uh, You see that Slimer peeking over the top of that thing right there. Yeah. That's cool. Well, let's see if we can do it, dude. We got a little Slimer hanging up out yeah, there. Yeah, I dig uh, it. I dig it, dude. It's pretty awesome, man. Um, and I see all the comics that he's going to give me right there. See all those in that rack right there? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I already I, – I do, I do have uh, – You get him at Comic-Con. I got – I got price, $5, Yeah, let's see. I got a few bucks for you, man. Don't worry. I got some later on hey, because I need to get you, some from you. You've drawn the comics and you're doing all this stuff, but you, you collect a lot of stuff too, so – I mean, how many books of other artists do you have? I mean, you must have a ton. Yeah, I do. Um, you see that smile? I, it means no. 
I don't, I don't even know. I wouldn't even know where to begin. I got long boxes left and right. Um, if I turn this camera around, I got toys all over this friggin' place. Like this, Wayne's been in here. It's it's worse than when you were in here, Wayne. Yeah, it's crazy. yeah, yeah. Me and me and Tim <laughs> talk about toy collecting all the time, man. Like we were constantly. Dude, <laughs> some people might go and draw. Um, this this is my life. I love it. And if you look at the covers, I don't know if I've done a Ghostbuster cover where there wasn't a toy. You know what I mean? Like, there's got to be a Kenner toy involved. There's got to be an Easter egg from the TV show. And y'all was yeah. saying earlier, there's only two movies, but you have, I, th- I think, four seasons of the Real, Ghost- Real Ghostbusters cartoon show. Right, the right. first season, most of those were written by J. Michael Straczynski, and they're unbelievable episodes. Uh, and Extreme Ghostbusters is an underrated show. I'm not, I'm, I, you know, I'm not just being a, a shill for the program or for no, the uh, no. product. Extreme Ghostbusters, dude. Like people die every episode. <laughs> like there's crazy stuff going on. It is extreme. Uh, so yeah, it's very extreme. And like we were talking about before we started, or I started recording, my uh, I got dude. I'm, I'm holding up this phone on a uh, USS flag, man. Ultimate USS flag. Ultimate USS flag. Where we raised it. Me and Trevor raised it this summer. So it's got that <laughs> bottom level, all kinds of stuff. That's cool, man. Well, that's 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 great. I I always thought that the property, the Ghostbuster property, was was amazing, and I used to watch that cartoon when I was a kid. I thought it was great, but to see that that thing, to see more life coming back into that franchise is is really really cool. Well, look at so this is what I also noticed is that um, obviously I'm doing the books, so people see it. Friends of mine will send me pictures of their kids playing with the Play Mobile toys. Uh, all of them have every Play Mobile toy and stuff like that. Little Wayne is Wayne will send me pictures of his son yeah. singing and dancing to the song and stuff like that. Yeah, he watches the, he watches the real Ghostbusters so, cartoons. So it, 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 it's clearly translate. Hey, some of these people I don't know how their kids got into it in the first place. So there's something I just people think that's like something with the property. Um, maybe it's the 35th anniversary. I don't know, but uh. Yeah, there's 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 been a Ghostbusters resurgence, and for me personally, I think it's just right place, right time, do right think, person. Do you think there'll be a movie reboot? I yes. don't know. There's there's a lot of talk about it now. There's been a lot of talk about it before. I know it's not going to be with the girls. I think they're done with that. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, they because are talking about like a Ghostbusters three, and and Dan Aykroyd had that uh, interview the other day. Right. Like, yeah. Know, I'm, I'm just rehashing what he said in the video. So maybe, it's, yeah, I think it's because the 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 girls one tanked. It was not good. Like people didn't well, like I, it. I, I mean, I uh, I thought it was a fun film, but it yeah, wasn't. It was a, you know, but yeah, it just didn't, um, it didn't hold the original. Nah, it was no luster to that movie. You know, a lot they kind of they kind the of made it movie, that original day. movie is it's lightning in a bottle. Did anybody know what it was going to be? Did did they even have a clue what it was going to be when they well, were doing it? And it was the cast that made it though. It was the, right. the 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 wit of those guys was so quick and they were so on and they could ad lib at the drop of a hat. They just left it in and it was perfect. Yeah, I think I think most of Bill Murray's lines were all ad lib. Like he was just doing them on the spot. So that's just charisma somebody just in the groove somebody in their prime just killing yeah. it um, yeah you're right yeah. so yeah again weird weird time to be involved good time to be involved uh sure. I, I couldn't be happier to be involved with this project and that's not to mention what eric and dan and tom and lewis and all them what they do with the book 
you know, everything behind the covers. I, I just get to do the, 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 you know, the variant covers and stuff like that. The, what they're doing in the series is, is unreal. There's always like an eighties reference. Um, there's the, I, it's just a, I wish they would take that and just translate it into a cartoon and call it a day. Yeah. Personally. I, <laughs> but, I think you, I, but for yeah, you, I, isn't there you just a, a little bit of a, for you personally, one of those moments where you can just go, you know, like you're going to get there, you're going to be at, at, at the at the convention and you're going to be sitting down. You're going to you just say to yourself, holy fuck, look at me. I'm sitting here doing Ghostbusters. I love this stuff. I mean, that's that's got to feel good, though. Man. The, the cool yeah. thing, the cool thing about that rum is, is Tim will always now be a part of Ghostbusters yeah. lore. And that's so fucking awesome. Like, really you're, cool. You're I, I'm, I'm fucking excited for him, you know, even though I have nothing to do with the shit. I think it's fantastic because yeah. Tim deserves it. And I think he's a great guy. And, and, and on top really of that, cool. everything you've done with Night Stars. Right. I mean, yeah. that's a great property right there. You're doing great stuff with that. Yeah. man. That's a lot of work. I mean, I even rub myself on that book sometimes. <laughs> oh. I, I wish people could, you know, I really do. Tim, you're going to, you're going to post your video on uh, your, your page, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Look guys, you guys, it's going to be on YouTube, right? Tim Lottie or straight to YouTube. I just want content. I want well, more, I, more, more, yeah, more. Yeah, I get it, but yeah. I'm just, well, I want to, I want to have, we were talking about, I want to talk about ghosts with y'all and all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah. I was asking Wayne if he wants to come and talk about like He Man. I want to. Just, I don't want to have like a format. Oh, I yeah. Just want to, yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have I'm Tim on our. Um, we're gonna have yeah, Tim on our other show, like Ghost Grabbers, pretty soon too. Whatever. Right. Yeah, that's gonna be fucking cool. But no, no. What I'm trying to tell people is they they really need to see Tim's reactions when 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 we talk shit to him on here. It's it's priceless. Um. But uh, but yeah. So speaking of of um, Wizard World, okay. So we got you got to hear this. We're gonna take this a few minutes to take this break since we're we're doing this thing here. We're gonna we're gonna run a commercial that we had made for Wizard World this year. So if you guys, I know Tim's probably got a fucking promo code too, but fuck him, he can't say his but, code but, on our but show. But Tim, you're in this I commercial. Think, I think my promo code's worth more than yours. It is. That's what. Get 20% off with me. That's right. That's why I said you we'll can't just say put our code in twice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can just use our code twice. Fuck you guys. <laughs> no, all the artists got 20% off, you know, but that's okay. That's cool because you guys are paying for tables. I, I'm not paying for shit. So, you know, it's cool that they even gave us a fucking code. So I'm glad with that. Yeah, it's neat. I think it's a I think it's a different um a different approach to get people involved and stuff like that. Right. I think, it, it's, I think it's awesome. I thought it was awesome too, man. I was really I was I was happy and outside they, the box. Do stuff different. Yeah. Why, why not? Yeah, and they, and, they, anyway, and it was cool because they came to us. You know, they were like, "Hey, look, you know, would you guys like to do this?" I was like, "Fuck yeah! Why would I say no? That's silly." You know, I mean, of course I would. But anyway, they here's that commercial. That they up, they right? used a picture of me from like, dude. It, it it had to be like four or five years ago, man. I was so skinny, dude. And um, yeah, you you could tell I you got Photoshop. I put in a new photo. I put it online. You know, yeah, minutes you can tell you eat too many whoppers now. Uh, anyway, uh, here's that, <laughs> here's that code. Dang, dude, that's game. Oh yeah, you wish, Rich. Anyway, here's this, here's our commercial for uh, Wizard World. Check it out, guys. It's time to make plans for the greatest convention in New Orleans, the 2019 Wizard World Comic Con, January 4th through January 6th. Right now, if you use promo code MHOGPOD10, get an extra 10% off admission. 
If you have never been, you are missing out on a great opportunity. Hang out with amazing celebrities such as Jason Momau from Aquaman, John Bernthal from The Punisher and Walking Dead fame, comic book creator Tim Latin, cast members from iZombie, the TV show Charmed, the X-Men movies and so many more. So, get tickets now. January 4th through the 6th and use promo code MHOGPOD10. A gift to you from the Metal Hand of God podcast. Once again that's promo code MHOGPOD10. Wizard World Comic Con 2019 in New Orleans. Make this the amazing start to your new year that you were wishing for. Promo code MHOGPOD10. Wizard World Comic Con 2019. Enjoy the sights and get your nerd on. Metal Hand of God podcast wishes you a happy new year. Once again promo code MHOGPOD10. Wizard World Comic Con. Meet your favorite celebrities. Meet your favorite artists. At the 2019 Wizard World Comic Con January 4th through the 6th. And save 10% with promo code MHOGPOD10. Metal Hand of God making your Comic Con dreams come true. MHOG Podcast. Keep it metal. And that was our little commercial right there. That was all cut together really nice and done well. And it even mentions our guest today, Mr. Tim fucking Lottie. Ghostbuster, the man himself, the wizard behind um, something. <laughs> behind Night Stars, that's what he is. He's the wizard behind Night Stars. I'm just fucking with you, Tim. Come on. Yeah, we're, actually, we're still moving forward with that. Actually, Tim, Tim, if you guys are familiar with some of our artwork on from the MHOG podcast, Tim has done some of that stuff for us too, because he's always, he's a fucking awesome dude. Yeah. I, man, it's been a while on some of those. I saw some the other day. Well, the original one, the fucking the video game thing looks nothing. I mean, you can see it's your style, but it looks nothing like the stuff you do now, dude. You're so much better now than you were when we first got you to do that. And I'm not saying you were bad then. I'm just saying it. You can see the progression in your art. It's fucking incredible. Um, we had a saying. I went to Noka. I went to this art school out here, Noka, and um, what they would always tell you when you come in, you could tell. You could tell when somebody most of the time, but you can tell when somebody. Didn't put in a lot of effort on their project, right? And they said, time on task. Time on task. They would call them out for it. So I think that's all it is. I think anything you do, I, I think effort and doing it, repetition, doing it over and over and over again, you're going to get, I would assume you get better. I, I think you get better if you keep I, pushing yourself. I, I think it's, I think in the early stages of anything, if you, the more you do it, you get better. But I think at one point in time in your life, it's not a matter of getting better. It's just... <laughs> Finding your style, finding what you like, you know, and and trying to challenge yourself, you know, because you don't want to be, you know, doing the same thing either. So I know you're one of those type of people that are constantly trying to find new things and new ways of doing stuff. Yeah, I'm refining constantly. Absolutely. Um, Uh, Guys, I I don't want to. Maybe that's a scab mentality. I don't or an artist mentality. Um. But I think you would find that with 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 the athletes. Um, you would find that I, I guess anybody. I don't want to plateau. I don't want to get. There's this guy I really like. His name's David Goggins. He's a motivational guy. He's a former uh, man, bad motherfucker dude. Uh, Navy SEAL, Army Ranger, all that stuff. And he says he doesn't want to become civilized. He doesn't. He doesn't want to 
get into atrophy and um that that's how i want to be i don't want to become civilized i don't want to get i don't want to look at something and be like oh man like i did it hey you know wonderful like i want to keep pushing keep pushing what is what what is my potential i don't want to work towards that that is my goal reaching whatever whatever that that ceiling is on my own personal potential plus and Um, and when you're doing art and things like that too part of the part of the whole process i think i i I don't know how, how your process is, but when you're doing something, I know on certain things, you've got a something you're trying to reach. This is a specific type of thing you're trying to get to. But a lot of times when you're doing it and you're just going through that creative process and you're just, you're hashing things out, the whole fun of it really is just trying to figure out where it's going to take you. You know, you're just, you're going with it and go halfway through it. You're like, Oh, whoa, no, I like this better. Oh shit. Look at this. Uh, you know, and looking around your room. Like getting all that journey, stuff. Um, in a lot of ways, you can you can correlate it with life. Um, but something that always happens is, and this is this is how I see the artistic process a lot of times, is that you have an idea, you're very very excited, you you geeked up, you're ready to go, right? Right. And then you start drawing. You probably you probably come out hot. You're doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then you start hitting those walls, and it's just like, <laughs> oh man, this looks like garbage. And then you got to refine something. You got to work on this. You got to work on this. And you got it. There's there's this weird middle ground. And mm-hmm. if you can just get over that hump, if you can get over that hump in that in that artistic process and get to the other side of it, you end up coming out with something usually pretty cool. You know what I mean? But there's always like for me, there's always this moment, dude. I'm, I'm like I'm ready to jump off a bridge. You know what I mean? I'm like, dude, this is the worst cup ever. This sucks, whatever. And then if if I just a little bit more, keep pushing it, uh, usually come out with something. I'm, I'm you know, reasonably satisfied. And, and you, you go through that whole thing and everything you do. Plus, I'm sure you went through even more when working on Night Stars. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I can tell you right now, dude. Like where where you have changed in your artwork, and this is kind of a weird situation where you could see your change was when you did Plants vs Zombies. You you could see the advance from what we had first saw before. You know, like when you did. Um, uh, the the first print we gave you and that stuff and but when I looked at those things I was just kind of like wow it's way 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 different. Um, I got I, well you had to be, you had to be on model with Plants for Zombies right. that, was, that was the big thing. Top Cap is going to be on you. It it pea shooter has to look like pea shooter right. You know, right Chomper right. has to look like Chomper you know. Um, and what happened was I was doing Plants for Zombies first I believe, and I was I had to be on model I had to be on point almost like you're a normal animator, right? right? And what ended up happening was when Ghostbusters came along, I was so used to that that it was easy for me to, I'm going to say the Ghostbusters style, but it's really Dan Shoning style, but it was easy for me to take that. I, I used his character designs like model sheets for me and right. then made it my own, worked on working on making it my own, but still staying within that world. Yeah. And it all... Um, it, I don't think that would have happened without Plants vs. Zombies. Having to stay on model with Plants vs. Zombies forced me to use different, you know, different uh, uh, part of my brain to, you know, to reach that. You know, was, we have we have someone uh, actually here that is a huge, huge, I think I heard, I think I heard him come a in. huge fan of your Plants vs. Zombies and, and your Ghostbuster work, and he would like uh-huh. to say a few words to you. Who's that, Caitlin? No, go ahead. <laughs> what are you gonna say, man? What are you saying, buddy? What? You saying Ghostbusters? Say it. <laughs> He's nervous. 
<laughs> he's like, he sees you on the on the screen, and he's like, "Oh my god, it's Tim!" Oh, and he's so nervous uh, right yeah, now. Yeah, that's what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can put Slimer up there for him. He did. So he did. He the first thing he did was he walked in and he said, "He said, you hear him? He's saying it's on the top. See the Slimer on the top? That's what he keeps yeah. saying." Look, check it out, dude. He's gonna show you. Look at Slimer up there chilling. Is that cool? Little Terminator figure. He's got some other people's comics up here. Jaws figures. Love Jaws. So there he is. There he is, little guy. Look at that creepy dude. Say the microphone. You know this guy. You heard him, guys. What do you say? Go ahead, say it again. Keep it metal. (laughs) Keep it metal. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, you see the Terminator back there. Is that what it is? Oh, it's so funny. Oh, it's awesome. All right, guys. We'll oh, see you yeah. in a bit, dude. Oh, look at this dude. Y'all watching Terminator with him? <laughs> he's he's out of here. He's heading out. He said thanks for uh thanks for talking to him, Mr. Tim Lottie. He's he's he feels he feels grateful that 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 you know a, such a star like you have has graced yeah, his yeah. his dad's show. Very important early development phase. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, really, in all honesty, like uh, <clears throat> Tim's stuff, like the the Plants vs. Zombies stuff and the and the Ghostbusters stuff, really, I mean, he's got that stuff hanging in his room. You know what I'm saying? Like the the pages and stuff that you gave us and the stuff that I got from Tim for him is in his room, and he and like that's his artwork, so he knows all of your stuff, and that and he's a huge fan so he really is even though he's three i mean he doesn't know any better that you're a jerk but still he still thinks he still thinks your art's great you know that's awesome man nah he knows he knows uncle tim i'm a fan that's a cute kid i see him i see him all the time on instagram i follow him i follow i follow his exploits oh yeah yeah he's he's also got his own youtube channel by the way and, uh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, go check it out. It's called uh, Mookie Barris, of course. It was called Mook Apocalypse, but we couldn't spell it anymore. We couldn't fucking remember it, so we changed it. That's funny. All right. But, no, I will. Yeah, go I check it out. Say, yeah, good stuff. I'll, I'll, I'll subscribe. Yeah, do it, man. He's got some funny shit on there. Caitlin really puts a lot of work into the videos that she makes with him, so it's really cool. Okay. Y'all share this on Facebook or no? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes there's some stuff. Okay. You know, and you know, yeah, you know. I see his Instagram. That's what I look at most of the time. And you know, and you know how Facebook is with that algorithm. It, it, sometimes you see shit, and sometimes I don't. Like I, I barely ever see any of your posts. Like even for like promotion really? and stuff. I, yeah. I don't post that much. I posted something about like Michael Jordan yesterday. Well, no, I mean? no. Like, I mean like promotion wise. Even even like if I see like you know like from your Lottie Ink page, yeah, I don't see do. shit. You know, because they want you to pay for the boost. They want you yeah. to pay for that uh for that thing, but. I think I get more, again, need to dominate your space. Need to be on, need to post more on Facebook. I'm on all of them. I'm on Minds. I'm on, name a platform. I always post on everything uh, if I can, if I know about it. I need to figure out what Um, this Minds is because we're not on that yet. It's all right. It's cool. I mean, I post on it. Um, I think you can get, I'm I'm on Steam it. Um, All that stuff, dude. So if I can get cryptocurrency. I bought this flag with cryptocurrency, dude. No shit. I did good on, uh. They they had that Bitcoin boom, dude. I made a I made a nice little chunk of change. Yeah, I remember when you did that. I went and blew it on GI Joes, man. <laughs> well, it was either GI Joes or hookers, so I'd rather you do the GI Joes because that last one. I got a I got a flag. I got a Terradrome. Um, dude, the Terradrome is something that I've always wanted my entire life. Find a hooker that's dressed like GI Joe. That'd be a, yeah, that'd, yeah, that'd be all right. Be What's up, dude? You coming back uh, in here? Man, I'm, I'm gonna tell you my my hot. I think the hottest GI Joe, my personal favorite. I don't know. I guess I got to go with Lady J. 
Um, but dude, I'm, I, I don't know how much Wayne, I know Wayne knows GI Joe. Uh, dude, I'm gonna go with Cover Girl, dude. I think Cover Girl's really hot. So uh, Cover Girl was the that wasn't the redhead. Everybody wanted to know was Cover Girl the redhead? No, that Cover was, Girl was the other redhead. So if you see oh. her, you probably think it's Scarlet. Right, that's um, what I was thinking. Cover Girls, and there's an awesome episode where they're like filming a movie, and uh, her and Snake Eyes go, and they get in a bar fight. It's awesome, awesome, awesome. And then Dusty and like another Joe have to uh, race Zartan at midnight in the desert, and there's all kinds of like coyotes that attack them and stuff like that. It was, it's so good. Like so as in, good. like as an actual coyote or the the, the guys who take in Mexicans to the over here illegals. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not like. No, no, I don't. I don't mean that shitty. I mean really. <laughs> That's a coyote. That's not really yeah, right. coyote. <laughs> Yeah, man, G.I. Joe had some wild episodes, dude. Um, do y'all remember the one where uh, Shipwreck uh, gets, like, he wakes up and he's older and he has a family? Like, th- this is the, man, this shit stuck in my head forever. Yes. And he has, oh, my God, dude, it's called, um, it's called, Wait. like, Welcome to Springfield or something like that. Wait, what was the episode? And, uh, I'm sorry, I, 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 I had to throw the kid out again. <laughs> I missed that. Yeah, it was called, uh, I think it was called Welcome to Springfield. Welcome to Springfield, I'm pretty sure. And he wakes up from like a coma or something like that. And he's not a Joe anymore. It's like 10 years in the future. He's got a wife, a kid. And, um, and it's, and he, but the parrot, his parrot and his parrot has a name too. Look at us. Got, got the little guy right here. Nice. Guy right here. <laughs> nice. Um, I have the parrot somewhere too. So. I'm not doing this on the flag. So, you know, shipwrecks over there. Um, but yeah, he wakes up and it's, you know, the parrot's kind of telling him what's, I think the parrot's name's Diana. And, uh, right, sure. That's, what, that's why he calls her Diana, it's right? Weird, it's a two-parter. It's this weird psychological episode. And by the end, he goes into his house. It's on fire. <laughs> and his daughter's got a bazooka. And his wife has a machine gun. And they're trying to kill him. And the parrot saves him. And he watches his family melt in front of him. Uh, and and I... You know, I don't, I don't know how he recovers from that, but it's, it's just the most insane thing I've ever seen it, in my life. It was a crazy, it was just, crazy double. You know how there, those, those, those cartoons or those TV shows or movies that just fuck, man, they just do a number on you, they stick with you. Uh, yes, like that for me, man. Like his dude, and I watched it the other day, and it's just as insane. It's, it's crazy. You know, you know, it burned, uh, it burned a hole in my head when I was a kid. Eric Stoltz's face on the mask. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. I mean, really, like, I hate this. I mean, yeah. That was a fucking rough movie for a kid to watch. Really? Why? Man, that's a rough movie for an adult to why even make that movie. It's just sad, you know. It, like, because it was such a it was such a sad film, man. I was just like, fuck, man. I actually, I there was actually some funny scenes in that movie. Oh no, I'm not saying it's all sad. So long, I just remember the mask like crying and stuff, dude. You know, like being just being miserable. And, and people always oh. say, no, Jim Carrey was in the mask. I'm like, no, man, it's not that mask. You gotta, you know. Man. You gotta watch I that. I can tell you, man. Yeah, do a pinup where the mask fights the mask. Like they should yes. make a comic about that. Yes. <laughs> yes. I want. I want. You know what I want? I want. A, I want a fucking Funko Pop of that dude. <laughs> they make look. They they make Funko Pops for everything else. Why not him? Rocky Dennis. How does that even get made? You know what I mean? Like, how does a movie like that? Even, <laughs> who comes to like a producer? Yeah, I got a really good idea. idea this, you know, well, there was a formula idea. back in the '80s where it was, "All right, we're gonna get an Oscar this year. We need a retarded guy, right, we need right. somebody with a disease, and we've got it made." Yeah, you know, yeah, make, you them, a, make them a. You never go full retard, man. 
crazy. Oh, and oh. then and then you know like the, there was that movie. Of course, the mask was really fucked up, and it was basically it was basically almost the same thing as as like a, it was like a newer version of the Elephant Man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Except the Elephant yeah, Man was, was more. I, mean, I never saw the Elephant Man, but well, that was a great film. That. That's a great film, Tim. I think That's you'd really classic, like man. that, that dude. Amazing. Who, who directed? Oh, I really oh, couldn't tell you. You would know. Oh. Um. Fuck. I've I can't got even think. On DVD. Yeah, I do too. I have it somewhere, but it's not in rare. I'm like right in my arms' reach. Okay. No, I will check it out. I told Wayne the other day. I was like, I don't even want to watch anything if it's not. I I borderline don't want to watch anything in color. You know. And if Tim, I, I prefer it to be in Technicolor, man. Tim oh. Tim has has this thing with himself where he loses his mind every so often, and this is one of those times where he's like, I can't watch color TV. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, nineteen? I've been watching. Um, I like Hammer Horror, and then there's after Hammer, there was um uh, Amicus. Yeah, I watched a bunch of Amicus movies this Kurt, year. Kurt Amicus, it's so good. Was it Kurt um, Amicus? No, no, no. yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I talked to Kurt Amicus today. Yeah, he should change his name. I love Kurt Amicus. I'm a big fan. Oh yeah, do you love uh, Kurt Amicus? I'll, I'll see if he's coming out to Wizard World, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna do something next week. Oh, that's cool. Uh, that's big cool. Man. He's he invited me to a mansion one time. I haven't told you that story. No, man, no. Uh, Kirk's I a mean, great it's not, dude. It's not, it's not that epic, but um, no, it's just if you know the guy that we're talking about, he has this um, he has, he has some mystique about him, like a vampire mystique and stuff like that. And I I I, I enjoy it. I think it's really cool. Look, dude. And, um, let me tell you. Uh, you know, after hanging out with these people at at. Uh, 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 at the at the uh, speakeasy that we do magic at, you know that potions club. <laughs> I, you know, I I have a weird respect for these these folks. Like, look, I look if it's your thing, man, that's fucking awesome. Like, it's really cool. I don't care. I don't fucking judge. I mean, that's really cool shit. Like, um, you know, I'll I'll tell you this, man. It's like I don't think any of these people are gonna listen to this show because they're all one-sided and and we're both sided so when we talk shit about one side they'd probably get pissed off but i know they're not listening uh but don't ask me to wear vampire teeth okay i'm not gonna fucking do that did that really happen yeah buddy they they wanted us to like really like push the quote-unquote vampire magic in the show and they and they wanted us to end it with us all wearing fangs and i was like dude i'm not doing that why like, I, I mean, I, vampire fangs. I own the fangs. They gave us free fangs, like the actual molded fangs and stuff. Well, you should have put them in. Dude, I, you're at fault here. What are you doing, dude? This is awesome. Well, no, no. I like going, I like going to the uh, Paris. You go to Paris in there. It's the bathroom. Well, the problem. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're exactly right. No, the only yeah. the only problem I had with it was is the fact that they're trying to change something like Dr. Show's. Uh, no. Joe's show, and I don't, I don't want him to do I, that. Doctor Joe and, and Vampire Teeth. I don't. I could see you maybe doing it. No, they um, wanted all like me and him to do this, and I'm going. This is not what the show is about. The show is based on New Orleans. It's not both based on vampires. We have one vampire trick in the entire right. show. That makes sense. And that I, makes sense. and I'm like, I'm I'm I was so opposed with it. Like I'm like, look, dude. I told I told him I said, if you want me to do it, I'll do it, but I don't think we should because I think it's not what our show is about. You know what I'm saying? If it was about, if it was strictly all about vampires and stuff, I'd be, I'd be all about it. Fuck it. Let's do it. We're going with the whole mystique. Let's fucking do it. Well, y'all wear the fucking vampire teeth. You know what I mean? Like, let them do it. Well, um, that's what I said. Know, that's what I said. If they want to, 
if if they want to end it where like they do this whole polar 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 thing where they you know put the the teeth in and they pretend they're attacking the fans or whatever that's fine that's cool that's fine by me um but yeah it was kind of a weird thing man i was like that was the only funnier if you would have like came out and you would have done the uh, van helsing to their vampire yeah stabbed him in the chest oh yeah yeah That'd have been funny. No, but oh, to answer your question, question too, by the way, uh, the director of the 1980s Elephant Man was uh, uh, David Lynch. Yeah. No. Yeah. David Lynch. Really? That's good. Okay. And and who was who was the star? Wasn't it? Um... Is that one the one? Is that the one y'all watch? Yeah. Or is it? What's... I okay. I remember the black and white one, the old old one, but I that too, but I I can't find any information on it. Weirdly enough, the black and white one is very hard to come across because it's not a uh, it's not really a a, a known Funny film. Enough, producer of the nineteen eighty version was Mel Brooks. Yeah, it wasn't on comedy. Yes, he was. He was the producer, and then the main star I want to say was uh what's his name from Hannibal? I mean uh from Silence of the Lambs. Oh, uh, uh, Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I mean, it's 1980. That would be, man. That's a cast, huh? I think yeah, he was good. With the, I like him in that movie with the monkeys, with the gorillas. Um, monkeys and gorillas. Isle of Doctor Moreau. No, no, no. It's <laughs> like he's in. I, I, he like befriended was... a bunch of gorillas in the jungle, and he's like in prison. Uh, really cool movie. Really good movie. He was really great in it. Um, I can't think of the name, but uh, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, Anthony yeah, Hopkins. Good. Great actor. It's awesome. John Hurt, yeah. Anthony Hopkins, and Anne Bancroft were in that movie. Bancroft. Along with uh God damn, there's a ton of famous people in this movie. Yeah, it was it was a it was a good adaptation of the original. Um but uh yeah, if you can see the original if you see, watch them both and they, they changed a little bit, they took a little artistic liberty in the eighties version. But uh-huh. um both of them, you can't go wrong with those movies. It's a really uh, deep story. It's it's very disturbing. The the original original one's more disturbing in my opinion because it's very, um, it's much more along those lines. Like we were talking about that movie, The Mask. It's very yeah. Like, fuck, this was a horrible horrible time for and this person. It's really funny because when you look it up on online, it tells you that the John Hurt played John Merrick, actually, who was the Elephant Man. Anthony Hopkins played uh, Frederick Travers, was I think was the doctor that was trying doctor. to help him. Yeah. And then if you pan down and it says similar movies, Mask is the first one that pops up. <laughs> you called it, dude. You called it. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty fucking crazy, man. Pretty crazy. I never connected those dots, but I, yeah. So the all right, oh, I'm, I'm gonna put it on. Well, speaking of deformed people, and you know, just like a completely like Adam. No, not him. A different deformed person. <laughs> um. Speaking of deformed people, uh, we have our next amazing segment, Tim. We're going to take a break for a second and run All this. Right. This is uh, Ingly News with our buddy Mart Flanagan. You know, he's 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 doing uh, his little thing here where he does different stories from England that are actually happening now. Like this one has something. I listened to it earlier. It's something to do with somebody getting killed or stabbed or some shit. It's pretty fucked up. Perfect. So, he, he wears some vampire teeth. I see him wearing all that makeup now when they're on. Oh yeah, you they saw that. Yeah, he's got Yeah, he's got a new black metal band, man. It's pretty fucking yeah, badass. I like it. I like it now. Yeah, it's good shit. All right, well, well, here it is. Ingly news and all that shit coming from Mad Mart Flanagan. Here you go. Straight from M H O G International Studios, from the land of hobbits 
the Wizards, Combs, England News, and other shit with Mad Mart Flanagan. guys, I'm Mark Flanagan and this is the Ingly News. The last few days we've seen a rise in some really crazy shit from people over here. There's been all sorts of stupid ass shit that's been going on in England. Uh, New Year's Eve, Lee Valentine, a British Transport Police Sergeant was stabbed in the shoulder during a New Year's Eve attack in Manchester, which is not far up the road from me. Apparently his head instinct took over and he and his colleagues ran towards the sound of screaming. Now this Lee Valentine is a British Transport Police Sergeant, he's in his 30s, and there was four officers on the scene who detained the suspect, but he was the one who got injured at a Manchester Victoria Station, which is one of the really popular stations in Manchester, train stations that is. Another couple in the 50s were also suffering from serious but not life-threatening stab wounds. And uh, now they've de- uh, detained a 25-year-old man under the Mental Health Act. And he's now in a secure medical facility. Now, there were people saying that he was quoting certain things like Allah Akbar and things like that. Although the proof isn't there, so I have to say allegedly. But uh, Greater Manchester Police are increasingly confident, they say, that the man acted alone in the final stages of Monday night's attack which is being treated as terror-related. Now, they always say these guys are acted alone, they're a lone wolf. Now, my personal opinion, and this is my personal opinion, bullshit, they never act alone. There's always somebody who pushes them towards doing these sort of crazy fucking things. Now, that sergeant uh, was treated in hospital, says that the past 48 hours have been overwhelming, and his team and I are grateful to everyone who sent him messages of support. Now, let's face it, I'm not a massive advocate of guns, but the police over here have got a stick. Yeah, it's a pretty hard stick, but that's all the police are usually armed with, unless an armed response team's called. Now, I don't know about you, but if you were facing a crazy person, or a potential terrorist in this case, waving a knife around, he's just stabbed somebody, and you were there, would you try and attack this person with a stick? Personally, I think the more armed option would be a little safer. Now next up we've got a story that's been dominating the UK news quite a lot recently. We've been hearing more and more that migrants have been crossing the English Channel from France with dinghies, small boats, makeshift rafts so they can illegally enter the UK. And just a couple of days ago a British man 
and an Iranian national have been held on suspicion of helping migrants cross the English Channel into the UK. Now, the stretch of water, I think at its shortest, is only 22 miles across. I don't know what that is in American money. But uh, 22 miles of some pretty fucking rough sea. It's not a nice cross. And these guys have been coming over in, you know, small groups, bit by bit, and getting gripped when they get to the shore. Now, it's getting a bit crazy, because, let's face it, Britain's not a great country. It's not a shit country, but, hey, there's plenty of better countries to go to. And it was said that the NCA officers of tonight, which is the 2nd of January, arrested a 33-year-old Iranian and a 24-year-old British man in Manchester, what a shocker, on suspicion of arranging the illegal movement of migrants across the English Channel into the UK. Now, I know you guys have got your own thoughts on immigration. Let's face it, your sainted President Trump has got a, a love for a large wall, hasn't he? Whereas over here, we're getting the Royal Navy involved. <laughs> Royal Navy ships uh, continue to conduct patrols to protect the integrity of UK international waters. And uh, these arrests have come as the Home Secretary, Sajid Jadvid, reportedly wrote to the Defence Secretary, Gavin Williamson, requesting a military patrol vessel, dozens of sailors and an aerial surveillance to put a stop to the crossing. So they are not fucking about. According to them, the discussions are still ongoing as to whether they're going to do this because it costs £20,000 a day for the cost of this vessel. Now, earlier, the Home Secretary questioned whether migrants were actually using small boats to cross the English Channel were actually genuine asylum seekers. Uh, Sajid Javid, uh, meeting the Border Force staff, uh, asked a question and he said a question has to be asked. If you were a genuine asylum seeker, why would you have not sought asylum in the first safe country that you arrived in? Because France is not a country where anyone would argue, is it safe in any way whatsoever? And if you're genuine, then why not seek asylum in your first safe country? Well, I'm, I'm not a... You know, I'm a quite a liberal person. I don't mind if people need to get out of a country where they're going to die then you fucking do it, dude. You get out of that country and you get yourself and your family safe. I can't argue with that at all. The question I've always had is the same one that Sajid Javid asked. And it's, why the fuck aren't they stopping on the two, three, four, five countries that they're travelling through, then over a 22-mile stretch of rough sea, just to get to the UK? Now... I don't have any answers for that. That's not my job. I'm just here to report this shit. <laughs> right, finally, I've got something a little lighter for you. Because, let's face it, this week's been a little heavy shit. Because the news in the UK has been nothing but heavy shit. So let's see what we can get for you. Here's some of the weirdest shit that Britons have asked our foreign office. Now, the Foreign Office received more than 330,000 calls from Britons who needed help overseas this year. And while 4,900 of them were from people who'd been arrested, and more than 3,400 of those were people in hospital, 
there were also a lot of inquiries of a much more unusual nature, let's say. Amongst them was a man who wanted to know if there were vampires in Poland. The reason for his concern? A woman he was due to meet for a date had asked his blood type. <laughs> a caller from the US, no less, wanted to know which contestant had been voted off strictly come dancing the previous night. And a caller from the Netherlands had questions about the plot of Braveheart. Now, I'm pretty sure that a lot of these could be solved by a simple Google, but who am I to question people's motives? Although a lot of uh, British embassies will provide a list of local lawyers for people if you find yourself arrested overseas, they're not used to being asked for a list of women you can marry, as was a request from a man in Argentina. Well, that's it for this week, folks. It's a little short, because let's face it, Christmas news is all bullshit. And everything else has been pretty much about New Year, New Me. No, it's going to be same year, same old dickhead. So if any of you guys out there listening want to know anything specific about what's going on here in the UK, feel free to message the Amhog podcast and Wayne will get a message over to me. Or... Go find the Ingly News and other shit on Facebook. And I, I'll personally get back to you. See, the personal touch. Us English do that. Not like those Americans on MHOG. They've got some sort of American goblin there who does all their emails and shit for them. So, thanks very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed what you hear. And be sure to tune in next time for another look at my beautiful backwards medieval country. Until then... Keep it ingly. Most everyone's mad. <laughs> and I just want to say to Mad Mark Flanagan that uh, he's a douchebag because um, we all do answer, you know, anything you send, we will answer it personally. We do have that personal touch, you motherfuckers. And, uh, not just you, Mart. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, Mart's doing good things in the band, though. He's doing. Really he good is. Stuff. He is. He really is. He's he's been pushing and and getting this new band out there, and and it's really fucking cool today. They're doing big shows with bigger bands and stuff, so that's really good for him. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's it's a stretch for him. I think. I mean, all those love songs. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Entrails yeah. I mean, ripped from a virgin's now. corpse. Yeah. Yeah, and then they'll be what, they're going to be opening up with the uh, the Hanson reunion and Nickelback. Right, right. Actually, you know, Tim, you laugh, but that's an actual song. Except it's it's not corpse, it's cunt, and it's oh, it's uh, and it's that's awesome. Yeah, uh, it, but it's not it's not it's. I am interested to listen to this band now. It, it is. And, it's, and I should have had with, with the makeup and all that stuff. It, it's yeah. not March dude, band. Bro, he's been working out. He's been working out for a year or two. Oh yeah, yeah he got, dude. He got, he got some things. Yeah, yeah, I always tell him. He, baby weight. I tell him. He, I said, "Man, why you got fat?" <laughs> he's like, "Fuck you, man. I'm not even fat." <laughs> Hey, dude, that's fucking metal, bro. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But no, yeah. that 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 song title is from Cannibal Corpse. I was just making fun of. Mark. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I listen to them a little bit. Yeah, um, they they sound like this, but they're cool. I enjoy, I enjoy them. <laughs> dude, if I'm in the mood, I can, I can, I can go hard. Uh, I bet you can. Wow, what a what a what a cutoff, what a cutoff. He I, <laughs> right. 
I'm going to leave that space right there because it was like dead silent. It was like, it's like when I, when I'm in a mood, I can go hard. And I said, I bet you can. And it just silenced for a few seconds. Like, I don't know what the fuck happened. Are you there? Can you hear us? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, no, somebody, somebody called me, so it was just good timing. That was just <laughs> fucking weird, dude. It was just like, yeah, I can go hard. Yeah. And then silent. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Are you going hard now, motherfucker? I mean, damn. Yeah, it's hysterical. Uh, <laughs> well, how, uh, back, to, back on topic real quick, I wanted to t- ask you a real question. Uh, when you're setting up, you got you're gonna set your own booth up, or you got people setting your booth up at the at the at the con, or what? Uh, I got my buddy. Uh, he's gonna come out there with me. I got two buddies that are gonna come out there. Um, it's gonna take a while, isn't it? Believe it or not, I was telling my friend earlier because I was double checking he was coming out and everything like that. I, dude, I think we can do it. I was like, look, man, let's get there early because it's supposed to rain that day. So I want to beat the rain. I want to be on time in general, just like you would with any kind of job. Right. Sure. So I want. I'm gonna be the first motherfucker in there in Artist Alley set. Well, yeah. I want to be there early, um, and I'm thinking 45 minutes, dude. The thing I got, I got this badass display. It just you open it up, and it's like this cage, and it opens really big and wide. Sweet. And um, then it has panels <laughs> that you put on it. I got I got three banners. They're all gonna, you know, it'll be Ninja Turtles, Ghostbusters, Night Stars. Um, they're they're gonna be Velcro. I'm gonna pop those up real quick. Put the comic books out. Put a tablecloth, tablecloth nice. comic books. Go and get some man. Be ready for the show. Chat with people. Everything opens. I'll tell you what, um, man. It, run, it, uh, run some, uh, just kind of test runs. Kind of, you know, just get everything down because he's never been out there with at a show with me before. So oh, I have okay. like certain things I'll say and do. Um, oh, cool. make sure you do me a favor though, because I know you, you, you guys, you're probably gonna be busy as fuck and doing shit. Uh, if you if you see a certain book selling out fast, put one on the side for me, man, because I don't know, because you know I, I want to pick up a few from you, and uh, I know we're not going to see you till Sunday at least, so I just want to make sure, you know, I'm a greedy Did bitch. You, I gave you a turtle book, huh? That exclusive turtle. No, no, no. You said you had one for me, but you never you never did. Uh, see, that's one of those things that Tim does. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I, I didn't because I have one right here. I have right. one waiting for you. Yeah, I, I know you do. I know you do. And you told me that like three times. You're like, dude, I got you. I said, all right, cool, awesome, you know. I think, I think it's great that you're going to be able to uh, to go out there at least on Sunday, man. That's going to be kind of good. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, we couldn't, like I said, we can't go all weekend because of the fact that Caitlin has these jobs. I mean, those are big deals for her because, you know, it's weddings and you know it's gonna be really good for her to 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 get this experience and do shins like that she's got two of those so that's great and uh you know that's that's it's awesome her 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 photography is really picking up man and you know hopefully hopefully in the next year this year coming i can be jobless and she can make all the fucking money and i can just do this for a living that's awesome we all can double up, dude. Well, you know, you know what I mean. I'm just, I'm being sarcastic about that. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I could never yeah, stop working. I, I thought she was good, and I've, uh, you know, I've, I've used her. I've worked with her, and I thought she was fantastic. I thought she was very good. Well, you started, cool. you, you worked with her when she was first starting too. You were actually the, right. I think one of the first uh, shots we took were with you and um, I can't remember her Kiki. name. Yeah, Kiki. Yeah. Kiki. I feel bad because I, I couldn't remember. Her. My, my night stars model. She's she's beautiful. Killed yeah, me. yeah. And you need to get her in the in a swimsuit with a big big like slammer head, and she could dance by your 
by taste. Man, dude, they have all these cosplay girls that do that kind of stuff. It's kind of weird to me. Like, I, I don't know. It's not. <laughs> y'all ever see that? They'll put on like a. Uh, I don't know. That, well, who, who was I looking at the other day? Everybody. And she's really beautiful. I forget her name, but she was dressed up like Chucky from uh, Rugrats. And I, I was just. <laughs> Yeah, you know. Yeah, I don't get. I don't get the like. Uh, <laughs> kind of weird, and she is. I mean, this girl is gorgeous, man. This girl is fine, but I don't know if I want to like think of Chucky in like a sexual manner. You know, I kind of kind of completely understand you know what, what you mean. mean. Like, at least be Angelica or something. You know? Right, like, right, right. The mom, Fuck. or or the dog, oh. right? Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> fucking grandpa. At least be an adult. You know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What is her name? She's oh man. I, I'll have to think of it. I, I uh, want to give her a plug because she's. I mean, she's she is gorgeous. I don't know. Oh, I don't know, man. But I tell you what, you, you you hit the nail on the fucking head because like a lot of these cosplay, like I get some of them. Like some of them, they they do the you know like the anime chicks or 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 even you know sexy horror movie you know characters are fine. But what I have a weird thing is like what you do is like okay, so you're playing the Rugrats now. Why do I want? A hot Tommy Pickles. That's just. <laughs> that's, I, feel bad. I feel bad, dude. Because it's fucking I mean, dirty. It's great. She looked great. She looked great as, as the hottest Chucky I've ever seen. It's just kind of a. Uh, you know, I just remember looking at us. Uh, you know, you remember, fuck, you remember man, back you know, in the like, day? What's going on here? Uh, <laughs> back in the day, we used to have a uh, cosplay yeah. girl of the month. We did. We did. When we first started the show years and years ago, we actually started doing a cosplay girl a month. And I would contact all okay. these. I would contact these cosplay chicks and have them come on, and they would do the show, you know. And and we have them promoted on our page for an entire month. Well, you know, it got kind of muddy for a while because you couldn't get in touch with any of the girls, like they, because you know. After a long time, the, it's, the cosplay started getting more and more popular with with the chick who had that cosplay show on TV, and they that, did um, the, the Asian girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. School, I met her. Yeah, she's very nice. I mean, I'm not gonna say I'm not saying anything bad about any of these people. I'm just she's saying really nice. Um, I heard I heard um, Leanna Vamp is really nice. I yeah. like her. Uh, yeah. I like them. I, like, I like looking at them on Instagram. I think it's cool. I no. enjoy it. I have no problem with what they do. I'm just saying it. Like we stopped it because it got. Not only did it get repetitious, but it also got harder for us to get these these people because they started getting more and more popular. You know what I'm saying? Like the. So when you look at something like Wizard World coming up uh, in New Orleans and stuff like that, they're actually promoting. Yeah, they have three or four of them. Yeah, you know it's it's at the point where cosplayers are and look so. Um, the girl that's from down here, and I've met her a bunch of times. Remy Domino, is that her name? You yeah, know what I'm uh, talking about? It's from here, dude. Uh, yeah, it does amazing. I, I mean, just amazing costumes. It's, really, it's, it's unreal. We had uh, uh, we had Evil Lynn on, wasn't? Yeah, it was. Evil yeah, Lynn. Evil Lynn. She was on our she's show. Also a Ghostbusters. Yeah, person. she's she's also a Ghostbuster. Wherever she's at, she I can't remember. Really? She's from oh, Las I'm Vegas. She's from I'm Vegas. She's from Vegas, yeah. Yeah, Wayne, Wayne, send. Uh, I'll send, send you a link. link. She's she's uh she's she's not oh, only she's not only a cosplayer, but she's also the Ghostbusters, and she's a B and D model. Like she she does all the bondage and shit. She does bondage shows, and and she's a DJ too. I think. Yeah. All right, that's a uh, a Jill of all trades right there. Yeah, that's she does impressive. she she does like Super these wild girl. like bondage parties in Las Vegas and shit. Like she always posts stuff about them. 
Okay. I can see the you see the yeah. you see that eye. Everybody, everybody who's watching Tim's video, look at his eyes. You see that? See that? I saw it. Is I, that... I, I, don't, I don't even want to know, man. This is I'm very candid right now. This is, this is my. He had I'm that. Thinking in my head, I'm like, man, should I even like post this? Like now, now I'm getting loose. Oh, uh, <laughs> you had that glint in your eye, man. It was beautiful. It, you know, I could tell you were like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit this one up. <laughs> well, you, you know what? Uh, I think we're gonna start a new thing since the cosplay is so popular. What's the next logical step for something at a con? I'll tell you. Tell us. It's it is extreme LARPing. I, I'm, in, I, actually, this is, I'm in. I'm actually. I have a feeling where it's going to go. But I'm yeah, down. Let's do it. Live action role playing. So you get the cosplayers, and you get you. They actually have to interact with each other on like a battle scale, like the wizards are battling each other and all this dude, other stuff. I'm, I'm so oh, in. Yeah. Let's do this, dude. Let's, let's, let's actually start a, a, uh, a LARP group and, and like make it international. Like I, MHOG I, I, LARPing. You know, LARP is so like cosplay. You run into the cosplay people with comic books. You yeah. know what I mean? The burlesque, there's, there's, there's a weird connection between burlesque and, and comic books and comic book artists and stuff like that. I don't know where that, I don't, I don't know if that's just here though, Tim, but I've seen it in other places too. I, I just feel like it's a thing. I'm, I feel like there are burlesque girls for some reason are, are into the comic. I, I I don't know the correlation. I can't figure and I it think, out. I think it's also oh. a confidence thing because the burlesque people have to have confidence. Oh, yes. To pull, to pull those outfits yeah, sure. off. So if you're able to pull those outfits off, a cosplay costume. Why not do a cosplay? Yeah, that's true. You're making bank. Yeah, they, I think you get the bug with that. I think you get the bug with cosplay. I think when people do that, they really get into it. But um, but LARPing is the one where you don't see those people, man. Like, where yeah. are the LARPers at? I yeah, rarely run into them. At the we did a con at Second and Charles on the North Shore. I don't know if you were there, Wayne, or if you passed by. No, I missed. Um, I missed that there one. Was a, there was a large group there, and they uh, they actually had a little cute chick that was in the group and stuff like that. Um, a few. They were all really nice. I talked to them for a while, and uh, she had a shirt on that said, "Like they had shirts. They ran out. I was going to buy one. It said, "Do you even LARP, bro?" Um, they were awesome, <laughs> That's dude. awesome. And but but I never saw them again. I don't know where these people are. I don't know. It's it's like this. So it's underground, you know, Wizard world and comics and, and nerddom, whatever you want to call it. There are all these like subgroups and subcategories. Uh, it's so crazy, man. But I and think that is that, one of them. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be one of the things you're going to see more, more people doing. I think as strangely as it sounds, I mean, that's the only next logical step. You've I got agree. All the other stuff. So, you know, and they always have the pre parties and the after parties at the, at, at the cons and stuff like that. I, I can just see LARPing. I mean, there's there's some, you know what's funny? They're in Savannah. In Savannah, there is a LARPing group in Savannah. They are all little people. I remember you telling me this, dude, and I've okay. always, I, I, I wanted midgets. to challenge them to a fight. There a LARPing 20, war. There was 28 of them. That's and they, so incredible. They all dressed up in diff, like little tiny cosplay costume type stuff, little outfits, and they would uh -huh. go to Forsyth Park. And no, they were there, no. and they had these they're gigantic. Not right? Man, they're, not, yeah. they're not trying to hide it. No, they had these gigantic rubber D twenty dice and stuff, and they would stand on opposite sides of the field and roll, and they would move, and they would be like yelling at each other, like firebolt, and ah, and they'd be throwing <laughs> shit at each other with like bean bags, and that was like a potion, oh. you know? Yeah, they're crazy, but it was just funny wow. to watch because they're all like. 
three and a half feet tall. I, I, I literally that love I love yeah. I, my favorite was we talked about that on the show one time, man. Long time and, ago. And I remember you saying you because I think the name of it was something to do about fireballs. <laughs> like I think that was the name of the show because we were talking about the little guys. And 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 I, I so wish I could have gone to that park and seen that happen. I haven't seen that many short people like that since the cast of Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <All right. laughs> oh, that's a lot of tiny people. That's you know, it, it's funny because they're only fifteen feet away from you, but it's like you're standing at a distance. Right, right. <laughs> Look. And Wayne doesn't understand. Forsyth Park is not, dude. That would be like going in the center of like Lafreniere or City Park down here, dude. Like Forsyth is like the, it's the park. Yeah, no, you know I know. I've mean? been like, there. I've been there. It's the main. Savannah has parks all over the place, like right. little little parks, and then there's just one massive. You know, it's the goat park. You know, it was yeah. crazy because no one, of course, they're doing this. Nobody else knows what's going on. They're hiding behind bushes and trees. <laughs> so people are just doing their normal tourist thing. And here comes a, a crazy midget in a cape. Fireball! You know, in a leotard with his little weird hat on. And he's like, I'm a wizard. <laughs> you know, <laughs> at, at Forest, hey, bro, at Forest Gump Park. How crazy is <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, right, right, right. It's fucking impressive. <laughs> Man, That's I swear what, to God, I don't think any of this shit's real, bro. I think we live in a simulation. <laughs> I really do. I really believe you that. Get you some little people to stand by your table. Yes. I, would, I would. I would. I would. I would buy them all tickets. I would welcome it. I would give them Laddie Ink shirts. That's <laughs> awesome. I, I, a million percent in. I. Uh, I love all that stuff. I was That's a big uh, roll off fan. I used to watch that show a lot. Yeah. Big, big fan. I, and I, I like uh, what's his name? I like Dinklage. Dinklage has a really good speech. Yeah. And he gave it a college that I really enjoyed. Oh, oh man, a, a wonderful speech. If you haven't heard it, go check it out. And um, I like the little guy from Pirates of the Caribbean. I watch. I follow him on um, follow him on Instagram too. I like him. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I like. So I, I, you, know, pro, you know, you hey, um, know, the, the, the world's tough for normal sized people. Can you imagine what it is for them? That's crazy. You know, the champ, champ that's on the show, Kevin, Kevin Smith, the champ, champ, the guy who is yeah, the yeah. champ. Yes. Uh, he has a thing for midgets or little people, you know. He's like, I'm gonna fuck one of those one day. I was like, Yes, you will. <laughs> That's a weird bucket list. The champ, hey man, you know some people have weird shit on their bucket list. Um, I'd like to make this announcement right now. Uh, we are gonna have a new thing on our um on our website actually. Uh, there are a lot of guests that want to do our show but actually can't do Skype or do anything like that. So we are going to do now, we're going to have an actual written a written interview on our pages from um, different guests. And our first one is actually going to be uh, Dieter Laser. Uh, Dieter Laser is the doctor from the fucking human centipede. He, um, he can't, he can't do our show because he's, he's German and he needs a translator to do shows and he can only do them in person or do written. So he's going to do a written interview for us, and we're going to uh, have it up there pretty soon. So we're going to ask, is there a question you would like to ask him, Tim Lottie? Because I will put it on the questionnaire. No, I, I do not have any questions for him, but I think that's very, very cool. Let, uh, me, let me know when you have Danielle Harris on the show. Danielle Harris. Uh, All right, I'll hunt it down, man. I'll hunt it down. All right. 
I'll do and that. She might do it, dude. I, have, I actually have a picture of Danielle Harris hanging up, uh, hanging up on my desk. Oh, nice, nice. Um, yeah, big yeah. fan, big fan of Halloween. I think Halloween four and five are better than the, than the other ones. I, I met her actually. That's the girl you talking about. I, Dan- I wish I'd gone. I wish I'd gone that time, dude. I want to meet her. She's awesome. She's a very nice Follow girl. Her. Oh, lady, I should That's say that. Is that Texas? Texas Frightmare, dude. Huge, huge thing, man. I, I really, you know what? I really think, if possible, you might be able to do well there. Because you are doing Ghostbusters. You know what I'm saying? Like, And people are huge fans of Ghostbusters all over and horror movies. And, and that's actually considered sci-fi horror. So, I'm a, I got a list of shows that I'm... What, when is it? When's the show? Uh, May. May, like the first weekend of May, I think. Okay. Uh, no, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to see, uh, see what's going on. Check I, it I, out, I, man. I Check it out. I'll, I'll even give you the guy's name and stuff if you want to hit him up. The guy okay, who owns it. So I would get it to Houston. Uh, uh, Dallas. Okay, so it's nine hours, eight hours, something. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, we normally go. I think we're gonna go this year. So if we go, you know what? I was jealous the last time. You went. Um, I would love to do it. It's incredible, Another dude. That, man, look. I, when I went to Roswell a couple years ago, that was the most fun I ever had. I, I was so jealous, I, dude. I was that so was, fucking that was awesome. I, I wanted that again. I wanted to go that to that so bad, dude. That was so awesome, dude. Just I would, I really would, and I would do it again, and I probably am gonna do it again. Um, yeah, I love that. I love Roswell, New Mexico, but that was a trip, dude. That was a long drive. That was a long drive. So I stopped, dude. I I, I stayed the night in Abilene, Abilene, Texas, which is all on, is on West Texas. Yeah, and then drove to New Mexico, dude. It was it was a trek, man. That sounds like it. Sweet, sweet, sweet Abilene. Uh, sweet, sweet Abilene. So, yeah. No, I would do that. Roswell's, Roswell's awesome. New Mexico's awesome. cool. Awesome. So, Tim, give these fine fucking people out here, uh, give them words of advice, and give them uh, your URL to go buy your stuff and check out your shit. Go on. Oh, man, give them, give them. Dude, yeah, uh, give them give them some fucking knowledge to hold on to and take into 2019 from the man, the myth, the legend, Tim fucking Lottie. I, I'm going to steal this quote. It was probably stolen from somebody else, but it's one of my favorite quotes. And I probably told it to Wayne before, too. If you want to keep on getting what you're getting, keep on doing what you're doing, man. So uh, I'm, I'm a big believer in that. It's one of my favorite quotes. So nothing funny, just real shit. Nice. And um. You can always find me at uh, Team Laddie, T E A M L A T T I E. That's that's gonna be my Instagram, my uh, Twitter, all that stuff. Mine, Steam it, all that stuff. I'm on there. This YouTube channel, uh, and Laddie Inc. L A T T I E I N K dot com. Yeah, it's been awesome talking with you. It's been so long since we've actually talked. It has, huh? Wow. I know, dude. I, I don't hang out with many scared people anymore. So it's good. <laughs> I, 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 I never get to go to the to Wizard World either, so I, I'm, I'm missing it again. So that sucks. Yeah, so you'll I, get it. You'll get it. I mean, dude, New Year's just happened. It's it's January 2nd right now. Yes. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Absolutely. But it's a great show. It's a very great show. And it's going to be packed. I, like They, they said they're going to have record numbers this year, so get ready. Did to they really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So get ready to, to like uh, make a lot of money. Thanks yeah. to like I said, man, I'm selling, I'm selling the banners on the way out. Dude. Hey, you know what I'm you need? To, this is what you need to do. You need to make an Aquaman print. That's all you yeah. need to do. And I'm telling you right forget, now. Don't forget that promo code too. I'm telling you right now. Draw an Aquaman uh, yeah, yeah. print. What, I, don't, I don't know. I think it's Laddie Twenty. 
you get twenty percent off. Yeah, fuck right? that. And, and if Listen. you put in MHOG Pod Ten, you also get an additional ten. That's right. Yeah, MHOG so Pod Ten. Thirty percent off potentially. Yeah, MHOG Pod Ten. <laughs> fuck Lottie Inc. Um, M- <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But um, yeah, Aquaman will be there, and then Joe Flanagan from uh. Right from Stargate Atlantis, so right. I, I'm more in the Stargate. Than well, I'm just Aquaman. I'm just saying, you know, the Aquaman thing. If you want to make money, like seriously, like you know how people are, they'll get you'll buy your print from you, and then they'll bring it over there and have him sign it. So that's, that, sure. that's what I'm saying. Like if they if they like what you do, he'll fucking sign it, and you make money. And then if he likes it, he'll come check you out. So there you go. Just looking. Oh, out. Dude, I want I want to go party with him, man. I like I'm a big Stargate Atlantis fan. I want to go party with him. Pride of the Gypsies. Well, I'm gonna say <laughs> this. He is out. He I, is. He looks like fun. He looks like a fun, fun. Hold dude. on, He's I'll tell you this right now. I, I, I'm gonna give you a little secret right now that's happening. Uh, Potions Lounge, the one that we do the the magic show at, is actually uh-huh. is actually hosting a Vampire Diaries party where all those uh-huh. people where all those people are gonna be there, and he's gonna be there as well. Oh, dude, then the other dude's going to be there, too. I might go to Potions. What is this, Saturday night? Saturday night, buddy. Saturday night. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I'll go. I'm just talking. I really will. I'll, I'll I'm telling you all that right now. No, you I'm heard it here first. You heard it here first, man. They're going to be there. I, I want to party with the Stargate people, man. I don't give a shit about Vampire Diaries. So it's so, going to yeah. be interesting. Yeah, but yeah, uh, that, That's a shitty property. You don't like <laughs> I'm that. sure it's a great show. I'm sure it's fucking wonderful. But, uh, but uh, anyway, yeah. guys, uh, so that was our show. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh we, thanks as always, man, for coming on the show and stuff, dude. And let us know when you post up your stuff on uh, on your YouTube channel, man, and we'll, we'll spread that out as well. Uh, this will, right. yeah. I'm trying something new, so we'll see. Awesome. Uh, but anyway, I was your host, Wayne. I'm the rum guy. Tim Laddie. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to keep it, keep it, keep it. Oh yeah, yeah. That's it. Get 